Hi, this is Roy Worley. Welcome to the interview show that brings on guests from all walks of life. Yeah, it's here that they tell their stories and delve a little deeper into their lives to see what got them where they are. So grab a drink, have a seat, and relax, because this is The Leo Effect. When was the last time a short movie shook your emotions to the core? When was the last time a short movie caused you to rethink everything you stood for? When was the last time a short movie made you proud to be an American? When was the last time you felt the emotion to stand up and cheer after a short movie? The new short movie, I've Got Your Six, written and directed by Bill Foster, one of the industry's newest and fastest climbing directors, will answer all of those questions. Rarely has there been so much packed into a short movie that when you leave, you'll feel more proud of our American military veterans. A movie that was cast only with American military veterans will have you on the edge of your seat cheering for our veterans and what makes America great. I've Got Your Six will be hitting the film festival scene soon. Be prepared to drop what you're doing and go see this powerful movie when it comes to your area. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Leo Effects. Today I'm joined by a very, very special guest. I've been super excited to talk to him, and here he is to talk to you and myself and answer a few of our hard-hitting questions like we do. Uh, please allow me to introduce to you Mr. Jason Simpson. How are you, sir? I'm doing very well, Ray. Thank you so much for having me on. This is a great pleasure and an honor to be here, so my thanks to you. Absolutely. So I think the first thing that we should kind of establish and roll into here would be to let the listeners know maybe what you kind of feel you might be most known for or what you've, your more predominant roles might be. Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, uh, The Dragon Prince is uh, something that I was very fortunate to uh, be a part of, um, and that's exploded. We have a gigantic fan base, and they are amazing people. It's such a... It's such an honor to be a part of that group and to chat with them uh, whenever I can. So uh, Lord Viren, of course, is um, probably my most well-known character. He is very popular, but also very unpopular at the same time. So that tells me I'm doing my <laughs> job correctly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, uh, uh, Rengar from League of Legends. Uh, League of Legends is a tiny, tiny little online game that... Uh, Millions of people play. <laughs> so um, uh, it was a great pleasure to, to play that character. I, I, I love that character. Big and ferocious and just got, allowed me to um, really exercise a lot of those um, deeper, more guttural acting chops. Mm -hmm. um, some turns on My Little Pony, which is, of course is also quite a huge property. People love that. Um, and I get to meet some of the sweetest people at conventions when we talk about My Little Pony. Um, I think that's, those are some of the bigger ones. Uh, and the rest of my career has been really a Vancouver actor, which is I go where the work is and I do, I do the work that comes my way. And I, you know, you hustle and you, you, you work on commercials, you work on video games, you work on cartoons, you go to bed, rinse, repeat, you just keep doing whatever work comes your way. And of course we have to have, as artists, we have integrity and we, we, we can choose the work that sometimes that we want to do. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's more, we can choose the work that we don't want to do. So <laughs> it's easier to say, I, I don't want to do that. No one's really knocking down everyone's door saying, Hey, please tell us what you want to work on and we'll make that happen. 
that's just not how it goes. We're, we're all working actors who audition and sometimes we book a gig and we do that work and then a new day and we do the exact same thing. And that's really part of the joy of it. It's, there's anxiety there. You know, you, you're not sure what you're going to be working on, but every once in a while you book something that is bigger and has more of an impact. Um, I don't want to say socially because uh, that sounds a little too grand, but <laughs> you, you know, a show like the dragon prince really brings a lot of people together. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, yes, I'm very, very fortunate to work with those creators and work with my incredible fellow actors and the writing team and the amazing, lovely, beautiful people at uh, Bardell who did all the animation. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. Fantastic. That's, that's awesome. And you really do. You have a long, long list on IMDb and you even said you had some stuff that's not on there. And I'd like to kind of touch on that in a little, little bit, but sure. My question to you would be like, what made you decide to become an actor in the first place? Uh, a couple things. Um, and I've, I've told this story a number of times before, so I'll try and keep it fairly brief. Um, when I was six, I, I was watching a movie with my dad. It was a, a, it was a, I think it was Frankenstein. My, as I get older, these memories start to disappear and I feel like I'm making stuff up, but, um, <laughs> I do believe it was Frankenstein and, uh, I was, I was pretty terrified. I was six years old, but my dad just had this little shot of wisdom and he said, well, this guy's in makeup and there's a guy with a camera and there's a guy and he kind of broke it down for me. And I realized at that moment, Oh, I want to be that guy in makeup. Who's, doing all those funny noises. So I kind of knew from six that I wanted to be an actor. I didn't know what it was exactly. I didn't have much uh, information on it. Mm -hmm. And then in uh, 84, I was nine years old and I saw Optimus Prime for the first time and that solidified it for me. I said, I want to be that guy. I want to do that voice. I want to be that hero. I want to just do that. And so that pushed me through the years to get to where I am now. So. I just wanted to be an actor. I knew that's what I wanted to do. I went through school. I went through university. I want to act. I don't care about anything else. And that's usually what I tell all my students. If you want to do it, you can do it. Yeah. You have to hustle. There's work and there's patience and there's blood, sweat and tears, as they say. But you have to hustle, 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 and you can make it happen. So uh, here I am. <laughs> yeah. would, would you say then then that your dad was probably your inspiration for getting into this or that Frankenstein was your inspiration? No, I always credit my dad. Absolutely. And my dad's the kind of guy I, I love him dearly. And I've said this to his face. He's the kind of guy who likes to just sort of check his brain at the door when he watches a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my love for really bad 80s movies come from. The writing's terrible. I have such a love for that those genres and horror movies, I ha they're, they're just my favorites because my dad and I would watch those. Uh, and he had this, this moment of inspiration where he was able to break it down for me. So I absolutely credit my dad for uh, putting me on that path. Yeah, 100%. Nice. That's fantastic. And when, yeah. you, when you started getting into the acting and saying, like, this is it, I'm going to college for this, I'm learning, did, did you have a lot of support with that from your dad? Uh, nothing but support from my parents. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah, my parents could see um, firsthand how terrible I was at math <laughs> and science and biology and, and how I excelled in the arts. So they knew this was my passion and this was really the only thing I was interested in doing. So, yeah, they they definitely encouraged me. Right on. 
That, it's yeah. always good to have a support system like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. So kind of delving into your career a little bit, especially as a voice actor, like, how do you come up with your character voices? Oh, wow, that's a really great question. Um, it's a lot of annoying. Now, <laughs> it's funny. It's funny talking about my parents and how they supported me. I, it's countless times where my parents would say to me, would you please be quiet? Go to bed or would you please not do that at the dinner table? <laughs> because it was me, you know, they're doing funny voices. What do you think of this one? And they, they laughed for a little bit. And then after a while, it was just, just shut up. Okay. And do your work. <laughs> <laughs> So it's um, years of just stuff pops in your head and just practicing, exploring what your voice does. And you don't you don't even really think about it. I, when I say you, I mean, I should speak specifically for myself. I never really thought about it. I just did it. Um, and I knew when I was younger, I wanted to have a deeper voice. Uh, I knew I wanted to be Optimus Prime one day. So I, as a young adult, I just kept doing exercises. I kept pushing that lower end. And, you know, 20 years later, it's it's a muscle. You can develop it. It's, there's many muscles in there, of course. Right. Um, I've managed to, you know, get my voice lower. I've broadened my range. And you just along the way, in the past 20 years, I know all these different opportunities that come, all these different characters that people are coming up with that require different voices. So you just, it's inherent in the, in the actor to explore those different uh, voice prints, character yeah. voices. Yeah. Yeah, I can buy that. And since you can do so many different voices, is there one that you prefer more than the others? Like that you prefer that deep Optimus Primey voice? <laughs> yeah, I really do. Um, I really do like that a lot. It's funny, starting in commercials 20 years ago, I thought, I'm going to be that big, big time, uh, hard sell, Sunday, 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 kind of commercial <laughs> yeah. voice. Uh, but the studio where I really got my my start, they took me under their wing, and I I booked a ton of stuff with them. They booked me as this uh, sort of regular guy, kind of this up here friendly next door neighbor, you know, selling McDonald's or, or whatever it was. And I just did dozens of those commercials as that guy. So it's very interesting how I I really thought I was going one way, and the industry said, "No, we like you here." So um, as far as animation and video games go i definitely love sitting in the lower register i'm not near as low as i'd like to get so it's just it's still constant working on it but mm -hmm. i love the monsters i love the deep the deep guttural um slobbery orc kind of stuff i love uh playing the the villains i mean viren is viren is he's just my voice but he speaks clear he has better diction and it's just dropped down a little bit down in there so it's not a whole lot different than me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's a different person. I mean, the way he talks is different. I ramble and I sputter and I yeah, breathe heavy. <laughs> he's he he's a lot he's a lot more clearer and refined when he speaks. Except when he gets a little more excited, then then it gets a little higher and then it becomes a little more like me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Barius. Barius the baker, that's more of kind of what I like to do when he's down in here, you know. I love making jelly tarts. I can live in <laughs> I could live in that voice all day long. Right. And, you know, Barry the Baker, he he was such an under, underrated character. He played such an important part that I don't think people really understood. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Let's start a campaign. Absolutely. <laughs> Barry gets his own <laughs> spinoff episodes. Yes, I love that idea. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. So, kind of talking on 
everything that you've done from commercials to animation and video games and just everything you've done is do you prefer one of those over the other or do you just kind of go with the flow and you'll take whatever you can get kind of thing uh well it's kind of both um if i could if i could uh just go into the studio every day and work on a cartoon i i would be happy all right um or or cartoons multiple cartoons who doesn't want to work on more cartoons um but at the same time i am excited to book a commercial it, because i know what it takes to to book that i know there's often dozens of people who audition for it i know mm. there's there's i know who the talent pool is these are all my friends um these are guys i see in the studio and we immediately start chatting about life and about kids and uh not about the work it's not it's often not a hey what have you been working on lately because we don't care um we care about each other as people and and I mean, that's, that's, that's me talking with guys who I've been working with for 20 years, but I know what it's like to, to, I know those guys and their talent. So it's difficult. If I want to book something, I've got to do my best. I've got to put my best foot forward. And it's very often not about who's better. It's really about who did they like? Whose tone did they like? Who, whose humor came through a little? So it's not really about, Oh, you have a better voice. It's, it's really about just in that particular moment. What did they like? Uh, better what suited the the spot better so the, there's competition sure but it's never really an outright oh i'm better than this guy sort of competition mm -hmm. um so to recognize that is important because if, if a person doesn't they're gonna they're gonna burn themselves out just worrying about everybody else's work and worrying about who's working on what and i'm a very anxious person i i spent many years dealing with that um that feeling of i must be a terrible actor because i'm not booking anything everybody else must be way better than me and it's just not the case. Mm, it's okay. a, it's a, it's a case by case scenario for every spot you're doing. Uh, but I know that I'm a good actor and I know I've got lots of skill. I've got lots of talent and, and I have lots of knowledge that serves me every audition. Doesn't mean I'm going to get every audition because somebody else might just have that thing that they're looking for. And you have to understand that right off the bat. Yeah. 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 And is it strange? to hear your voice coming like if if you sat down and watched the dragon prince is it weird hearing Viren speak and no. being like oh that's me <laughs> no years ago it did years ago for sure it, it, that was an exciting thrill it's still it's still a thrill um because i can i i remember the moments i remember recording i remember situations being in the studio when a certain line was said so that's fun but uh no it, i have a very difficult time watching myself on film because there is no hiding me, uh, and I don't like looking at me. There's, lo <laughs> there's lots of me I don't like. So from top to bottom, I can see myself on film, and I just cringe. Why did I walk that way? Well, how come my butt's so big? Why am I so bald? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I just pick myself apart. So I, have, I do have an issue with that. But voice, no, I, I, look at, I listen to myself critically, but it's... Uh, you know, my voice and my body in voice work, it, it, it's a tool. Uh, and I, I enjoy listening to what I produce, what I, what I come up with. So, and yeah, I, of course I can learn from it, but I'm, I'm past the, um, so exciting stage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you done any conventions or like autograph signings or anything like that? Sure. Yeah. You bet. Cool. Yeah. And have you had people come up to you as your character? Many, many. Yeah. Uh, lots of Virens, um, lots of Rengars, um, 
no My Little Pony cosplayers, but they, uh, you know, there's big fans of the show, so they know, some of them know all the lines. It's crazy. I, wow. I just love, I love going to conventions. I love, it literally is, Ray, one of my, one of my favorite parts of my job is seeing how what I've done, what our group has done, whatever show we've, we're, whatever show we're representing affects individuals' lives and how they come up and tell me stories about how they were down or they just needed encouragement and they watched our show and it just gave them something. That's amazing to me. So I'm always very, I feel very fortunate to meet those people. And when they spend the time <laughs> putting together it's stunning cosplays of my character, Mm-hmm. And you can see them just proud of their achievement. Uh, that makes me super proud. And I'm so happy to meet them and sign things for them and, and whatever we need to do. I, it's a, it's a great pleasure for me. <laughs> yeah. It's always great to have awesome fans like that. Was that yeah. kind of weird at first? To, like the first convention you ever did and you see people coming up dressed as your character? 100% blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were at... Um, uh, we were at WonderCon in Anaheim last year, and it was, uh, I don't know, there's like a, was it a thousand people or something in the room? Mm-hmm. I, I can't recall exactly, but it, I, I looked out and I'm like, what, who, who are all these people? What are they doing here? And we came out and it was, uh, just this, this thunderous roar and, you know, it hits you like, wow, they just love our show so much and we mean something to them. So it's our job to make sure. It's my job, I feel, to make sure that I represent the show well, represent myself, and do my best to um, be as respectful and courteous and just be a nice human being to these mm-hmm. people who who love our work. So, Because we kind of become one community. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right on. Now, earlier, we had kind of talked a little bit about uh, some stuff that was not necessarily on your IMDb, and so I was kind of wondering, in a conjoined question is uh if you wanted to talk about those particular things and possibly if you had anything that you're able to talk about that's kind of in the works or that people should kind of watch out for uh okay i do i do have some things in the works thankfully uh that i will be able to uh talk about soon but I, i don't have anything at the moment that i can talk about Okay. There's always lots of NDAs and stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, stuff that isn't on IMDb that there would be um, mostly video games, um, but I can't. There's there's a number of them that I can't actually talk about at the moment. Oh, okay. That's fair. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm just thinking ahead now. Okay. Thinking thinking back to what I said, and then I kind of set up the question, and realized I can't talk about that stuff. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's all right. I completely understand. NDAs get in the way of everything. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is fine because you know we want we're waiting for things to be just right, and then they release them, and then we can talk about them. Absolutely. But it's always the bane of a good interview. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Especially when I say, "Hey." There's stuff here that uh, we can talk about, and then I realize, oh, no, no, I can't do that. So, my apologies. <laughs> nope, completely fine. Well, since we can't talk about that, maybe we can talk about you on a little bit more, not necessarily personal note, but, you know, let the fans maybe get to know some stuff about you that they might not know otherwise. Such sure. as, like, between all this work that you've got going on, do you have time for hobbies? Yes, I do. Um, I love sculpting. 
I, I don't do near enough of that. Uh, I used to do a great deal of it, but I would love to get back into it. Like, um, like pottery or statuettes? No, or... Yeah, busts and anything that's... I, I work in Sculpey, uh, Super Sculpey, so it's a, it's a form of a polymer clay that you can sculpt and then uh, bake oh, uh, for okay. a short time. Yeah, so I make those, and I, I, I've done them for years, and I, I sell them online at, uh, on Etsy and... Um, they're just, that's a fun little hobby, but, um, I definitely want to get back into it because I'm, I miss that. I miss that outlet. Mm -hmm. uh, I love drawing. I've been drawing for, well, since I was a child and now, uh, procreate on my iPad. It just gives me, opens up a whole world of stuff. You know what it actually does though? It shows me how much I have to learn because <laughs> <laughs> I'll draw something and then I'll look online on Twitter, which is, uh, a wonderful source of incredible art that people are making. And I realized, Oh, Oh yeah. I, I've got a lot to learn about technique and shading and color. And, but it's, it's always the challenge. How do I improve? So mm -hmm. keep doing that. Um, what else? Um, Oh, at the moment I'm working on a, I'm working on a poetry uh, project. Oh, it sort of started with the, it sort of started with the, the social distancing and isolation. I just put out a, a shout out on my, socials to folks saying send me your poetry whether you're a poet or not and uh, i will read them and record them and then put them out for people to hear so uh i'm still working on that i'm, I'm almost finished and i can't wait for people to hear the work um that these folks have you know poured their hearts into some poetry and sent it to me so hopefully i do it justice and uh, i'm looking forward to hearing uh, people's thoughts on it that would be so fantastic like yeah. i think i would really like to hear that that's cool yeah, so stay tuned. That's coming. Fantastic. And yeah. do you have like a, a favorite kind of food or a particular restaurant that you like to frequent? I guess before we all got sequestered away. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we've got a couple favorites. Uh, I love a good Mexican restaurant. Um, it's so fun to go. With. My son is my son is twelve, and he he can eat hot sauce uh, like it's water. So it's. <laughs> I used to be that way. My, my old body says, no, thank you now. So I can't do it anymore. <laughs> um, but you know what? I'm a, I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy. I love, I love a good steak and, uh, potatoes. That's, I'm pretty simple that way. Nice. Um, but I have, I have some, I have some certain guidelines when I eat certain foods. Uh, chips. Love chips. Oh, Ray, I love chips so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I need to have milk when I eat chips. Okay. And and pizza, got to have milk. So, I mean, I'll eat, I'll drink other things, but if I have my, my druthers, it's, those are milk uh, okay. meals. Um, any other specifics? No, I pretty much eat us just everything, and unfortunately. <laughs> I can relate. I, I feel oh, you. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any uh, special talents that maybe people don't know about? Zero. Zero. Okay. <laughs> 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 um that people don't know about uh yeah i'm sure i do nothing nothing worth uh you know bragging about okay um uh yeah that's a good question so you're not like double jointed or you can lick your own elbow or something like that <laughs> i cannot lick my own elbow <laughs> darn it dang uh, of all I the wish. things i wish i could do yeah i wish <laughs> i could do that i i may but i'm a pretty boring person actually no, definitely not that. <laughs> what, what about pet peeves? Do you, you have any little pet peeves that things just kind of annoy you? 
oh, the older I get, uh, they increase by the hundreds. <laughs> Coming I'm in just, in droves. I'm just Grandpa Simpson, <laughs> scream, you know, screaming at the cloud in the sky. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, pet peeves. E, uh, loud chewing. Aha! Misophonia. Oh, is that what it is? That's what it's called. It chewing, ticking, like tapping, things like that that annoy you. It's a- it audible. Well, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't make me. It doesn't give me the the you know the heebie-jeebies. Right. I find it. I find it just rude and gross. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So you know, having two teenagers almost in my house. Um. Yeah, that's. I'm not. I got it as a kid as well. I'm a drummer, so uh, I tap all mm-hmm. the time. All the time I'm tapping, and uh, my dad would my dad would constantly at the dinner table say, "Stop it, stop <laughs> tapping," because I would tap on my on the floor, I would tap on my plate, I would use my utensils, uh, and I can see how that annoyed him because when my kids are sitting at the table, oh, eating with their chewing with their mouths open, yeah, yeah, that's a stop doing that. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, um. Oh, I like this. I like this section. This is me being able to complain and vent. You know what? I, you know what really bugs me, Ray? What's that? <laughs> is when people pull in front of me on the highway just to slow down. I mean, <laughs> just stay behind me. You know. Yeah. yeah. And do people not have blinkers? Working blinkers in their cars? <laughs> Use your blinkers, people. It's a simple. It's a simple movement. Um, I got, I, yeah, I got tons of stuff. Yeah. Wow. You, you really do sound like Grandpa Simpson. <laughs> I'm just a grumpy old fart. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. That's yeah. awesome. It, it, it lets people know that we're not alone out there. <laughs> right. Yeah. I imagine there's other grumpy people out there with pet peeves for sure. No, for sure. Oh, people who don't pick up their dog poo. Oh man. Who, why, why wouldn't you do that? Why? That's just why? disrespectful. Exactly. exactly. Why? Uh, I was a dog owner for almost 15 years and uh i i even i so much as picked up uh dog poo in the park with my bare hand because i didn't have a bo- uh, bag i didn't have a kleenex nothing you are uh, a but brave soul but i understand it's, <laughs> it's my i couldn't do that with someone else's dog i have this thing even even use wow this is a weird wow this took a quite a turn <laughs> <laughs> i can't go near other people's dogs uh, you know yeah, messes. Yeah. My own dog, no problem. I could do it with my bare hand. But someone else's dog, even with a bag, no, it gives me the heaves. So. Wow. All right. Yeah. See, there we go. <laughs> Something that people <laughs> would not know about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> I guess my final question that I have for you, this is also kind of a, an opinion of your own, is what advice would you have for somebody who's just starting out in the acting world. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I said it a little bit of it earlier, uh, and it's, there's a couple different things. Um, keep pursuing it. It, it gets hard and it feels like it gets harder and it, it, it might for you, but you've got to keep going. Um, no one's going to put things in your way, meaning no one's going to, no one's going to throw opportunities in front of you. Mm hmm. For some people, they might. You might get that opportunity, but do not count on it. You've got to keep hustling and just know that it gets better. And sometimes, sometimes you feel like it plateaus. Sometimes you feel like it gets worse. And, and maybe it does, but you've got to maintain, you got to keep your head above the water and keep pushing forward. Cause that's the only way you're going to, you're going to get better at your job, uh, at your skills. Um, 
people will notice eventually and people will will want to work with you. You've just got to keep hustling. Secondly, secondly, do not be so hard on yourself. I have the life experience of going through that, just being terribly hard on myself, thinking I was not very good because jobs weren't coming my way. Okay. It's, you've got to, you've got to have faith that what you're doing is right. And if, if you think you're, you know, if you think you're not doing something correctly, start taking classes, get some stuff figured out, talk to professionals, and then keep moving forward because you're not as bad as you think you are. If you're, if you're putting that work in, um, and you've got people around you who are encouraging you and pushing you forward, it's just the idea of not working and not being accepted, uh, makes you feel like you're terrible and it's just not the case. Awesome. That's some fantastic advice right there. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Personal experience, unfortunately, but, but fortunately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's our experiences that make us who we are. Yeah. So yeah. in this last little part of the show here, I like to do a little shameless self-promotion. And if you would like to, you can tell all the listeners all your different social medias and what they can type in to you know follow along with you. Sure. Um, yeah. Prepare to be uh, extremely underwhelmed when you visit my social medias. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just post a lot of bad jokes and um, and I enjoy that. So uh, on Twitter. I am uh, at a boy Simpson, at a boy Simpson, and on Instagram I am Simpstagrams, so S I M P S T A G R A M S. Um, it's just a lot of me posting pictures of myself, uh, maybe some food, <laughs> but mostly <laughs> just myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll get the idea once you get on there. You just scroll through and go. Oh, I see. Oh, it's just basically him in front of a microphone. Okay. I get the drift. <laughs> There's yeah. always a glass of milk in the background. I don't. What is... <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing to drink as a voice actor. But, but seriously though, uh, go to those, go to those. Um, I'm not encouraging you to follow me, but try, keep, keep an eye out on those because I will be posting a link to this poetry project, um, soon. And I would love for people to go and check it out because there's just some really great work that people sent in. And uh, I'm, I'm proud of uh, being able to work with these folks on this stuff. So I want people to hear it. Yeah, that would be yeah. fantastic. And I'm going to put links to your social media in the description of the podcast episode. So everybody oh, make okay. sure to check that out for sure. Uh, yeah, so, awesome. Jason, I just want to say thank you so very, very much for coming on the show. I know it's it's been a long time coming, but I was so happy to have you here. You've been an amazing guest. I've had so much oh, well. fun talking to you. Well, thanks, Ray. That, that I feel likewise. It's a, always an honor to be invited to speak about my work and myself. Uh, and uh, it's a great honor to speak with you. So thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. So one final just teensy question. And you can just say, you know, yes or no. Doesn't doesn't really matter. Okay, but this, this is like a. Uh, I'm curious about your thoughts on this because, after all, it it's kind of it is you, Lord Viren, evil or misunderstood? Very, very flawed human being who is, yeah, has some evil tendencies, um, which we as humans do. I make no judgment of him, and I make no excuses for him. Um, he's made some horrible, horrible choices. He's also been influenced quite strongly. Exactly. And I don't want to say too much for people who haven't listened or watched the show um, under some very strong influence uh, simply because he wants that power. 
So mm-hmm. would, I, would I call him an evil entity? No. Uh, but there are people in our world, real human people, uh, who are drawn to evil deeds. And I don't think Viren is necessarily, has necessarily started out that badly. Uh, but, uh, boy, he, he makes some choices, man. That <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> that we can't, you know, that no one can justify. So, right, right. Is he, is he misunderstood? No, I think people understand him pretty, pretty well, but it, you can't just say, I'm always against people saying just blanket, he's just a bad guy. Uh, mm-hmm. There's so much more. There's so much more to him. It's just unfair to any character to say this person is this. So for sure, for sure, that's my two two cents on that. Perfect. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on the show, and thank you to all the listeners who tuned in. Make sure to click the links to go to Jason's social medias. You're definitely going to want to follow along. We got this poetry slam, I guess that that'd be the best way to do it. That uh, <laughs> you're gonna want to you're gonna want to check out. It's going to be awesome. And make sure to keep on that IMDb because apparently there's some secret stuff coming out soon. (laughs) But we will see you all next time. Now that was an awesome interview. Thanks so much for listening. You all are so great. And don't forget to head to Facebook, Insta, and Twitter and follow The Leo Effects. If you want to hear some comedy and ridiculous voices, check out Shattered Dungeons on YouTube and all other places podcasts can be heard. And you'll hear me voicing crazy characters, usually pretty terribly. So thank you so much. You all are the absolute best. And we will see you all on the next episode.